it's your kali what's up hey y'all what's up you're about to listen to facts stories interviews gossip live music booty bump and beats and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow This show will start five, four, three, two, one, one, one. Due to the coronavirus, the following show is being produced and broadcast by the Yolokali youth from their homes. So sit back, relax at home, and enjoy the show. You're listening to What's Up on WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting from our homes through the power of science, of course. My name is Nai. And I'm Brian. And this is your Rito Fest 2021 show. <laughs> Feels great to be back on the radio. It's been a while. How are you feeling, Brian? Well, I'm feeling excited and nervous at the same time. Um, haven't been part of What's Up in a long time, but I've been also looking forward to this because I think I really needed this and the nostalgia is just enormous. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, it sucks, you know, like we're not in the studio, but like it's really fortunate that we can still um, do projects and broadcasts, you know, through the through our homes. So welcome to the home edition, Brian, officially, because I actually was doing some radio pandemic work as well before okay so yeah welcome to the transition <laughs> <laughs> anyway so talking about transitions also um 2021 was a huge transition um as part of the pandemic um so it's good that we were able to come back to Rido this 2021 oh yeah definitely um i'm i'm pretty happy that this is able we were able to do this through um during this pandemic um to be honest, when I was away from WhatsApp, I didn't know how you guys were going to um, do this. You know, I know uh, WhatsApp, it's uh, a really hands-on uh, project that uh, we used to work as together and in the same space. And well, now that I know how it works. It's I'm pretty I'm, I'm glad it, it worked out for for you guys. Yeah, for all of us, <laughs> yeah. um, just, you know, the uh people creating the content but also like our listeners like that's also really important um and this is our first time working together so that's really exciting um and then it was cool that it got to be at Rido like how was your time at Rido I did I did had a lot of fun despite a lot of difference that were that there were compared to previous uh Rido, Rido Fest um I wasn't sure what to expect to be honest but I'm surprised and everything turned out to work pretty well yeah, to be honest, I was like, um, not worried, but definitely wondering like how it was going to work out. I mean, just in general, when like the city started opening again and they were like welcoming like festivals, like, you know, Lollapalooza just passed. Um, I was like, okay, like I know Rido is like a little bit way smaller 
type of festival but like I wonder how it's gonna go and how you were talking about the differences like I know in previous years I remember there was at least like four stages um and compared to this year 2021 we actually only had two stages um so that was like a huge change yeah and like well less stages also means less artists this year you know mm-hmm. and when I saw the lineup I was surprised you know um but Uh, at the same time, it was to be expected. Um, obviously, things have to change for a reason. And like like I said, um, to be honest, it just it felt like other years. Uh, uh, and I was glad that it worked out. Yeah, you're right. The lineup, uh, obviously, with it being smaller, um, it's only natural for it to be like shorter. But I think it was still like a really good lineup. Um, unfortunately, like I know there was various like artists that couldn't make it anymore they canceled mm-hmm. but it was just super understandable because like you know the times we're living through um so like i know like friday the main um headliner was fabuloso's cadillacs and they couldn't make it so the substitution was caifanes which i think was really nice to um give the people still like a really dope um band to co- come and see you know after the cancellation yeah and um You know, Caifanes was still a pretty big name uh, in the lineup, and well, I was mostly looking forward to other bands, but you know, it's it's fun to see them again uh, for the second time in Rio Fest, and not just the um, other the smaller um, names like uh, Sidarta, mm-hmm. Institute Mexican Sound. I think they also couldn't make it, but uh, what matters is that. Riddlefest actually managed to fill in those gaps. Yeah, for sure. Um, not only did they manage to fill those gaps, but um, I think they did a pretty good job also at like opening up the space with you know like all safety precautions on board. You know, with like all the requirements that people needed to enter the the fest. That was also I think well organized. Yeah. Uh... I was not expecting that, but at the same time, it's obvious, you know, they need to prevent uh, the disease from spreading. So they had to, in the main interest, they had to show their uh, cards of vaccination or show proof that they were uh, negative to COVID. And if you if they couldn't provide any of those, they were um, they were providing a COVID test for people. It was it was like a fast test method, fast result method. But uh, to be honest, it's it's nice that they were still taking in mind that. Yeah, and I mean it's only right, you know, like, um, like this is nobody's fault. So like, if we want to make things happen, it's also right for the organizers to, you know, think accordingly. Like, okay, what are the backup plans? You know, to still have precautions and like go through with all of this and have everybody like cooperate one way or another. Um, so I think that was really um, well done. For the mm-hmm. part. Yeah, and then also like the vendors, the people who were um, vending food, vending merch, um, even the ones that were like just organizing like small activities for people. Um, they were also very well protected with masks on. And like even with the interactive activities, um, I know in previous years, like, Rito Fest is like super family friendly. Um, 
or you know even for not little kids obviously i mean they can go but personally i don't recommend it just because there's a lot of adults there you know but um it was it's very like friendly with activities and this year it was you know less interactive but um i, I still think that people managed to have a good time and like be in the space and interact with the space um and have like all precautions of course yeah and talking about precautions i saw a good amount of people wearing their masks all the time and to be honest i give props to everyone who kept their their mask on the whole time because it was pretty hot that day as well and and even though it was hot like people were still wearing it not all of them you know but it was still nice to see that people were taking in mind uh, an extra precaution yeah like everyone was doing their part as far as the fest and like the people attending mm-hmm. and um, one more thing uh i remember it also on saturday it was a big storm which almost made everyone evacuate the the place well fortunately enough they didn't cancel it but that was definitely an experience yeah i was a little um afraid they were gonna evacuate the fest i was like what no like we still have a lot to watch you know yeah um and then i was thinking about like um what was it like two years ago uh at rido like how it also rained and it was like super muddy mm-hmm. i was like we survived that like we can <laughs> but obviously like realistically the right thing would have been to evacuate like if it was super horrible but i'm glad like it didn't last a long time so yeah like a little bit and then when it cooled down like it was it was good and it wasn't even like muddy um mm-hmm. I think, for the most part so that was really nice yeah i was surprised uh that was actually my my biggest fear after the the storm but surprisingly enough it, it was not muddy at all and by the way where, where did you hide i didn't see you where you go <laughs> yeah i was also thinking like where is brian <laughs> um but i was at the press tent actually just like oh, okay. out there organizing myself but yeah i was like i'm not gonna move from here um until the rain cools down and i remember i was able to get food before that okay and then when it was raining i was still hungry and i was like i want more food so then after it stopped raining i went to go get more food which i'm going to talk about because um there was a a stand i forgot the name of it but they had a cheeto burger and it was my first time trying a cheeto burger and i had never seen that stand at ridolfes so i thought it was pretty good yeah uh, i remember no i i completely forgot about it um i had already ate (laughs) so uh, i wasn't hungry and i was planning to get it like the next two days but i just forgot about it yeah if i ever see get to see them again i'm definitely gonna try it talking about food in my opinion i feel i feel like i saw more food vendors this time compared to previous years i don't know if it's just me I didn't think there was like more, but I didn't think there was less either. I feel like it was a a good amount where it wasn't overwhelming, like a lot of food. And at first, like when I seen how like we didn't have too many vendors, I was like, oh, like lines are probably going to be really big for the food. But surprisingly, they weren't. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, probably was because this time they they had all the food vendors like in a, on a single line. You, you get me? 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know I feel like I saw more this time, but you know, it's always nice to see um and support our local vendors in in a festival like this. That's true. But yeah, aside from the vendors too, like it was also nice to see like how Rido like keeps its like own culture going on. Like mm-hmm. one of the main things that Rido Fest like never uh fails to have for their public uh, for their guests are the wrestling, the luchadores, the lucha libre. Um, team, I think that that's super awesome. Like, I know a lot of people who have been to Rido and want to come back. Like, they really do look forward to the luchadores being there. Um, they put on like a really good entertaining show, and they definitely like interact with people. And I feel like it's also another way where people vent because they're just like yelling and they're just like, um, you know, freeing themselves, screaming at the wrestlers swearing at them like it's some type of like letting go <laughs> yeah exactly and it's you know it's that's part of real fist energy you know you you can never you can never miss an activity an activity like this um like like you said we've seen this previous years and i was actually looking forward to that as well one of my favorite things from real fist by the way Yeah, for sure. And then it's super cool because they're super friendly as well. Like you can take pictures with them. They have their own merch going on, like their own merch tables. And it's nice to be able to interact with them and take pictures to like, you know, take home as a memory. Like, oh, you know, like you could take a picture with a wrestler and then have like the stage in the background. Like that's such a nice like memory being captured right there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and not just them. We had other... Uh tents with like different activities for example um the museum of mexican art had a, a photo activity which you were part of uh, if i recall oh yeah they had the um like the background of a loteria card um as a background and like they had a prop for you to take a picture it was el mundo and the musico card so for el mundo they had a prop like a circle of el mundo and like the people, the guests were able to like hold it kind of however you want, but obviously the point was like to imitate the reference. And then the other one for a musical, they had like an instrument, a guitar. I didn't try that one, but um, I took a picture as with the mundo. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, I got to keep the memory because it was a Polaroid. And I thought it was interesting too how they did it because they took a picture with the phone and then they put the phone on like this machine and then it just printed as a Polaroid. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. like too high tech. I was so impressed. I was like, "Whoa, is this like how we're doing Polaroids now in 2021?" Like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's it was perfect for for the fans because anyone, anyone was able to recognize. You know, like Loteria is such like a it's such a big thing that all Latino people recognize. And I don't know. I think this idea was brilliant. You know, even though it was a small thing, anyone was able to recognize what. What this was all about yeah for sure and it was nice too that it was donation based so like big budgets low budgets like anyone could you know go home with like a picture thanks to the national museum of mexican art of course shout out to them um but we can't forget yolo too had like some really nice accessories and um other little projects on the table and of course the life painters i didn't think there was going to be any life painters But it was really nice to see that going as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, there were not as many as other years, but 
I was glad that it actually made it happen. And I'm also happy for the artists who got to do it because they got a they got a chance to show other people their their skills. And you know, I wish it was like other years where they had them like in the middle of everything so people can see it. And obviously, for obvious reasons, that was that couldn't be the case. But you know, I'm still happy for them and. It was nice to see them doing it again. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, yeah, so that's mainly like the main experience, you know, of just like a little recap of going around the fest in general. Um, but I do want to say personally, I had a really good time. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, like when I was there, I was like, yes, like we're back outside. Like we're listening to music live, um, and then I really wanted to see Caifanes again and Panteon. I'm like mentioning that again because I had a lot of fun just like venting to their music live. You know, like going from like indoors to just seeing them live. It was amazing. Yeah, and well, what 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 do you think we we talk about what we went for? You know, all the the good uh, content that we actually made got to to do yeah definitely and for everybody listening we do have some amazing interviews on the way for you um we will be listening to an interview with Kaina. we have Lido Pimienta of course we had to interview Rido guests because they are the reason for Rido to happen and we have a little bit more um interviews coming up for you guys um but yeah like how we were saying you know despite the shorter lineup um that they had this year there were still some amazing artists who joined us and like you can't leave Rido Fest without like learning of a new band or a new artist like you always go home like uh plugged up basically like you go home just listening to something fresh at the end of the day so I think for for uh Friday the main openers uh the people who opened the fest were El Chisme and I think we should go ahead and listen to their interview all right, let's go. Hi, this is Naim with Yolo Kali Media. I just want to say your set was super dope and fun. Yeah, uh, thank you. And to get to know you all a little bit more, um, how long have you all been united as a band? And how do you all groove your styles together? Yeah, so we, you want to answer that? Or? I got it. <laughs> I'll take a stab at it. Uh, we've been playing together. We've been friends for about seven years. Uh, but this project, El Chisme, it's entering year three. So uh, we listen to an eclectic mix of music from funk, rock, soul, jazz, hip hop. I mean, that's, all, that's how we became friends, because we'd be like, wow, you like that too? Oh, you've heard of that too? Oh, what? And I mean, we've been, we've been bonded since then. I mean, and honestly, as far as our, how our styles go together, I think we don't think about it, you know, we just get back there and play and see what comes out, you know, and if she's playing something funky, I might lay down something like a hip hop beat, you know, and then he might throw some jazz chords over it, you know, you just, we just let it flow and then you see what you get. That's amazing. Um, what can we expect to see from El Chisme in the future? Uh, we're dropping a new EP soon. It's called Medici. So uh, keep our, your eyes and ears open and social media. We'll be announcing that pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the tank top, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah you got yeah. it. Woo! <laughs> Shout out to Lumpin' Radio and Yolo Cali. Woo-hoo! Gracias. Thank you. 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 Thank you
Gracias, somos el chisme de Los Ángeles. Gracias. So that was the uh, audio that we had of El Chisme. We had, I had the opportunity to ask them a question, a couple questions actually at the press tent. Um, so that was really cool. But in general, before we got to interview them and talk to them, we were able to catch their set. So I think that was really cool because their set was super fun and like they had a lot of energy during the set. And I think that's super important like for bands to have, like especially if it's like your first time playing at a specific fest, you know, with new audience, like you definitely want to come with that energy. And I feel like they really deliver that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I love the fact of the, well, besides their songs being really catchy, uh, we see them moving around and dancing around, you know, and that's what makes people want to do the same thing as them. And I don't know, it's for a first impression, I think that was perfect. And it it also helped set the mood for the rest of the day. Um, especially I saw the basses. She was just dancing around all the time, flipping her, her hair to the side and everything, you know. And, you know, th that was my first time seeing them. And to be honest, I'm, I'm a fan already. Yeah, honestly, like, I think one big thing for me is like, the way that like women perform and like I'm like yeah like you're so free like you know like how you said like just waving your hair around <laughs> like I think that um the guitarist like really caught my attention too with that vibe that she had and also they were uh giving away free merch to like the audience they were throwing you know shirts tank tops um so I was really fortunate to catch a tank top that says achievement in the front and in white letters and it's a yellow like mustard type of color and I think it's really cute and I was able to tell them that I won it so that was really nice yeah that's awesome man I do remember happening that I was <laughs> I was surprised you actually got it I was like yeah I wish I had one too and but besides that like I also love their outfits uh you could tell they all made it up or well, they designed their out their own outfits mm -hmm. but uh it, they were really um they, they stand out a lot you know i like i like the fact that we were getting, wearing caves um and the caves was like like a bright yellow you know it really stands out to to their style yeah their style and like the riddle vibes too <laughs> like that was so perfect Aside from them being like a really cool set, I think another um, amazing set was Kaina. We also have an interview with her and not just her, actually, we got to interview her parents. Do you remember? Yeah, um, that was that was definitely something different that I've done before, um, you know, and we saw their parents watching uh, her set and, you know, we thought that it would be a really a really nice experience like by interviewing them and see uh see her from a different perspective yeah i think definitely like being able to see in person like her parents watching her perform and then like being able to interview them right after that to like get their thoughts immediately i think that was like 
amazing and they were really excited about it too and i remember you know she also mentions in the audio uh her own feelings about it and like the comments that her parents made so i think we should just go ahead and listen to this interview so we can all be on the same page my parents actually know about I was like, I'm playing this one fest, and they're like, okay. And I was like, I'm playing Rio fest, and they're like, oh my god. I was like, hell yeah. Pueden decir sus nombres, por favor. Marixa Castillo. Rene Castillo. Lilian Tequera. Gracias. Este, ¿qué sienten ver a su hija hacer un show en Ruido Fest? Ya que mencionó que es el primer festival que ustedes conocen que va en el que va a tocar. Bueno, nos sentimos como que fuera un sueño porque nunca pensamos verla en un evento tan grande, felices y rodeado de tanta gente bella. Nos sentimos felices. No, claro que sí, como padres nos sentimos muy orgullosos de que por lo menos ella estuvo en muchos programas de la escuela y, y la verdad que es, es una cosa bien admirable de que ella hasta dónde ha llegado por esos programas de la escuela que ha recibido, ¿verdad? Muy felices con todo esto. Sí. Y a pesar del apoyo de los programas de escuela, ¿cómo uno como padre puede apoyar a sus hijos cuando quieren hacer carreras artísticas y en lo creativo? Bueno, eh, para mí fue muy difícil porque ella ya estaba estudiando segundo año en la Universidad de Ipol y uno hace fuerza para que ellos vayan a la universidad, pero cuando tu hijo te sienta en una mesa y te dice, ¿sabes qué? Yo, yo no soy feliz haciendo, yo no nací para estar en, detrás de un escritorio y te dice, yo quiero hacer música, yo quiero trabajar con artistas y muchas cosas que ella quiere hacer y ayudar y apoyar a otra gente eh, y verla feliz, eso más nada, sé que los hijos hagan lo que ellos quieren hacer, los hijos no pueden hacer lo que tú quieres que hagan. Es muy importante escuchar a los hijos, a veces uno cree que, ¿cómo se llama? que uno les está guiando por el, el buen camino y quiere lo mejor para ellos, pero a veces los hijos tienen la razón y hay que ponerle atención a ellos y, y pensar y decidir si ellos quieren eso o quieren el otro, seguir estudiando, hacer una carrera profesional y lo más importante es que logren su meta, su sueño, eso es lo más importante y es esto. Como padres que ven del futuro de Caína? Bueno, yo creo que el futuro de Caína, además de, de componer su música y cantar, yo creo que ella va a ayudar a mucha gente que viene detrás de ella que, para que sean grandes artistas. Yo, yo, yo pienso que eso, yo a Caína la veo como que va a ser una, una persona que algún día va a ser una gran estrella y siempre va a, seguir, va a ser la misma porque esas son las cosas que nosotros le hemos enseñado a nuestros hijos. Que no te olvides de dónde vienes y en dónde estás parado, ¿verdad? Eso es lo importante. ¿Quieren añadir algo más? Orgullosa de sus raíces latinas. Muy orgullosa de las raíces latinas. ¿Quieren añadir algo más? Bueno, yo y a mi sobrina, como decía mi hermana, ella nos sentó en una mesa a las dos y nos dijo, y yo hoy que la veo ahí, la veo brillar, la veo una estrella, la veo grande. Eso es lo que yo lo juro, lo juro a mi sobrina. Bueno, pues muchas gracias por la entrevista, gracias. Gracias por el tiempo prestado. Hoy. Bueno, al rato, Gracias.
My name is Nayan, I'm with Yolo Kali Media. Um, I just want to start off by saying that um, you have a beautiful vibe. You send out an amazing energy to your audience. It was my first time seeing you live. Um, to start off, we've learned that growing up, you were part of after school programs and events in the city. So in your opinion, what's the importance of youth having these outlets and how would your career success be different without them? Yeah, so it wasn't until I was older that I realized that all the after-school programming that I was going to, mostly in this performance group called the Happiness Club, um, was training me basically to be a performer. At the time, I didn't really know that I wanted to be a singer or performer, but in retrospect, it trained me how to. It trained me in how to be a good person, and also trained me in skills that I wouldn't have been able to have access to before. Um, it's really important for young people and young people of Chicago to have these organizations because the adults in those organizations were some of the first people who told me that my voice mattered. And that's something that I really carry into my life. I really want to make sure that young people know that their voice matters, that they don't need to know everything in the world to um, have a truth and be important and special. Awesome. What does being a Chicago kid mean to you? Just means like, I mean, being in Union Park right now, growing up to fest and in growing up seeing festivals here and then getting to perform here is like that's the beauty of Chicago is like the hustle will sometimes lead you to like the place you began um, and yeah being a Chicago kid just means working hard being a good person loving your community that's what it means to me awesome one more question so I recall in one of your interviews you mentioned the awkwardness of being like a young adult in a limbo age what uh, words do you have for creative individuals who are relating to that limbo age of the early 20s? Um, I would just say trust yourself and prioritize yourself. I feel like I had to learn in a lot of hard ways that I should have put myself first in situations. And the most important voice is yours and making sure that you're being a good person and that you're surrounded by people who will also give you that in return and not just like drain yourself. It's really important to trust yourself and um, yeah, just be, be careful and care for yourself, I think. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad that we can all be here together after such an insane time. Um, it's really special to see people. As an artist, for me, it's really important to see like my people and my audience and know what's happening with them. And so it's been really hard for me to feel passionate about music and life because so much of what I do is because of you and because of your energy. So thank you so much for being here. It makes me just as happy as I hope I'm making you happy. Um, speaking of happy. Um, okay, well this next song is called Happy. I want everyone to take a moment to be grateful for something. Think about where you live or what you eat or who you get to be around. 
sit in that feeling and be grateful. I'm grateful for Rodrigo Fest, thank you. the band that was with you like how did you all meet and like how did they end up in the stage with you today at Rido Fest? Yeah so the band that was playing with me today at Rido Fest a lot of them are really longtime friends. Um, Dejan who was on bass was my bassist for a really long time and then got swept up by Claro so he plays for Claro now. Um, Brian Sanborn has also been a really long time uh, collaborator and bandmate. He plays with a lot of amazing Chicago people like No Name and Smino and Jamila Woods and he was like my neighbor when I was younger and we, yeah, we've been making music for a long time. Sen Morimoto is my partner and produces a lot of my music. Um, and we just met at a show with our friend Namdi and have been friends ever since and make, amaz make fun and amazing music together. And then uh, Chris Sanchez is really exciting. He just turned 21 like three weeks ago. And I met him when he was 15 and he played percussion for me at the Metro. Um, when I uh, covered Celia Cruz. So he did percussion for it, and it's been amazing watching him grow and really lovely and full circle for him to be playing with me now. Um, Wyatt Waddell is an incredible Chicago artist. He just like is the reincarnation. Well, I, couldn't, I can't say that because Stevie Wonder is not dead, but he is like the prodigy of Stevie Wonder, just like makes incredible music and is so talented and then Paige Polad she actually designs a lot of clothes for me all my custom stuff and she's been my best friend since I was nine we were next door neighbors she also happens to sing amazing and holds me down and so that's like it's all community and all family up there and we have a fun time that's amazing so speaking about family we had the chance to interview your parents oh my God. I would they're, they're, they're feeling fancy right now they were like they interviewed us and I was like okay yeah. <laughs> I want to know, how do you feel being on stage and seeing your parents there supporting you? Um, I feel really amazing about my parents, you know, being in the audience and supporting me. I've said this a few times, but I've mentioned to them, like, oh, I'm supposed to play Pitchfork, and my mom's like, oh, que bueno. And then I was like, I'm playing Ruido Fest, and she was like, oh, my God, and Los Amigos Invisibles, because they're Venezuelan, and they're psyched right now. They're having the time of their life, so it's really... Uh, special to me that I can play a space that is for me but also for them and it's so like you know multi-generational and cultural and that feels really special yeah well thank you so much for your time I appreciate it thank you this song is called could be a curse and it features my best friend Sen Morimoto <laughs> song about not wanting to get out of bed. Has anyone ever felt that way? Like you didn't want to get out of bed? Same. So true, bestie. This song is about having empathy. It doesn't matter what people are saying, if you understand their language or who they are in the world, you can have empathy.
is Kaina, and we are here at Rido Fest with Yolo Cali Media, Lumpen Radio. Sky could be blue, as can be. All right, and we're back. Remember, you're listening to What's Up on WOPNLP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio. And this is the Rido Fest 2021 recap. We're still you know, in conversation about our experience and giving you all the insights of when we were there. So we just heard Kaina's interview with also uh, her parents' interview. So um, yeah, Brian, let's talk about it. Um, I just want to start off by saying that um, I think that her set was uh, lovely, super peaceful, super mellow. I had never seen her perform live and she has a really nice energy. And I'm happy that I was able to tell her that in person because, you know, I, I did kind of mention it. Um, but yeah, I just want to start off by saying that. But yeah, what did you think? Well, first of all, I love her um, her show as well. And as I was watching it, uh, I felt like a, like a big connection between the bandmates. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, as we heard in the interview, They, they were all like good friends of her and as I was watching the set I will see them like um, glazing at each other a few times like they'll know what's coming you know and they will all synchronize to what's going next and I really like that about that um, just, uh, just just imagine like a group of good friends uh, playing the music they guys like you know that's I just I just thought it was a pretty cool pretty cool thing to experience Yeah, honestly, that was nice. You could definitely tell that they weren't just like, quote unquote, like business partners or just doing work together. You could tell there was a connection between them. Um, and I like that she mentioned every single one of them in the interview, like who they were and how she knew them. Um, it definitely shows that they're like a lovely community of long time friends and creative individuals who are like now performing and doing really big things together. And I think that's amazing to have. And I'm really happy that she has all of that and that they have her as well. Yeah. And like in um, her interview, she mentioned um, she mentioned that uh, a lot of these uh, after school programs influence her a lot. And this is what this is how she got to, to this point, you know, and, you know, you never know when just like a simple program just could change your life. And, you know, I can personally relate with Yolo Kali as well. I did not know nothing about them and just experiencing all these different types of arts, you know, it just, I related to her a lot with what she said in her interview. Yeah, honestly, me too. That's why I felt like it was really important to ask her a question in relation to that. Because I'm like, hey, like, we also come from, like, being students of, like, after-school programs. Um, and they have really paved the way for not only, like, in, you know, our professional life and what we're, like, the skills that we're building, like, hands-on, but, like, also other skills like confidence and, like, networking and, like, really important things that we that will be handy to us as adults, you know? And who knows, like, this is our, like, you know, Riddle Fest show today and tomorrow, because we're doing this, we could be doing, like, something even, like, bigger with other artists at other, like, you know, states, fests. Like, you know, it, it does come a long way and they really do help us grow. And Kaina is, like, a perfect example 
of like using all of that creativity and outlets to keep learning and producing and creating and i think that's super awesome yeah and i also love her her attitude when she will we were interviewing her you could tell she was down to anything we will ask her and you know uh even though this is my first time listening to her and i just found out about her through the lineup um i just i just love the way that she approached us and she was so open you know she's an amazing person basically yeah definitely got that vibe almost like if i she was my friend and say hey let's catch up a little bit like her energy was super open <laughs> but um yeah you know like i know a lot of people were um trying to interview her so it was really nice that she was able to give us an interview but talking about like other interviewers um Rito Fest press staff like we were able to interview um the organizer of the press tent as well as another colleague that was there from another press outlet and I think that um that went pretty fun pretty well um I'm glad we did that and yeah let's go ahead and take a listen to that so we can come back and talk about it all right página independiente de confianza con Alessandra y yo hago más bien como promociones okay. y igualmente hago lo que es este la cobertura de ruido voy por cuatro años cuatro cinco años perdón es mi quinto ruido fest que estoy realizando chicos qué más qué más quieres entrevistar okay. so dice que tiene cuántos años haciendo cinco, cinco años yo estoy cubriendo por cinco y qué nos puede decir de sus experiencias aquí en el ruido Fíjate que, eh, como lo mencionaba en la entrevista para Amigos Invisibles, el no tener el 2020, ese acercamiento con nuestros artistas y con este tipo de festivales, pues obviamente era como extraño. Y el volver a reencontrarnos este año como que viene con una emoción diferente, con una adrenalina que se siente, yo la siento y la percibo diferente, la gente viene como más prevenida de hecho, para poder disfrutar de sus conciertos. Ahora venimos como que preparados en una diferente situación. Es diferente, obviamente es diferente, porque es retomar después de una pandemia que vivimos a nivel mundial, ¿verdad? Sí, sí. por supuesto. Y algo que todo el mundo está pasando, no nada más como un estado Exacto. o algo. Este, ¿A quién está emocionada de ver estos tres días? ¿Qué bandas? Sabes que honestamente se supone que la gente de prensa no tenemos que ser fans de todas estas bandas, pero yo soy fan de todo lo que es el rock en español y ese movimiento y yo estoy emocionada desde Caifanes, Panteón, Rococó, saben que me encanta Moenia, me fascina Moenia, pero esa onda electrónica también me fascina. Chicas y Café Tacuba no les quiero contar, o sea, estoy vuelta loca, me encanta la idea de poderlos ver. ¿Qué piensa de los nuevos artistas de las bandas locales que han estado uh, uh, tomando el show en ruido? Fíjate que Nahuales, ay, son increíbles. Ellos me tocó verlos un par de veces en sus conciertos underground y así como muy este casero. Bueno, casero digo más íntimo en una en la morga. No me acuerdo cómo se llama. Es una sala que, que, que se presentan varias bandas y tocan. Y sabes que me encantaron, me encantaron. Creo que Nahuales es, son bien, bien, este, uno de los talentos más importantes que tenemos acá en Chicago. ¿eh? Son mis cuates, de hecho. ¿Mande? Son mis cuates. 
nos está presumiendo, creo, ¿verdad? Me está presumiendo, me está humillando que son sus amigos. Me encantan. ¿Y sabes qué? Que el que toca las tumbas, me encanta. <risa> Dile que me encanta, por favor. Que soy un poquito mayor, pero que dicen que aunque sea uno mayor, uno puede ver el menú. <risa> que no sé cómo se llame. <risa> Javier. Ok, háblale de mí, ¿no? <risa> Yo no fui. Ponle play, por favor. <risa> últimas cosas que nos quiera decir antes de cerrar ¿Por qué me pones límites, mujer? <risa> no, me encanta que podamos reunirnos. Creo que este movimiento une a varias generaciones. La prueba es que ustedes son súper jóvenes. Yo soy una mujer de los 50, vaya, pero este movimiento empezó desde mi etapa de juventud en los 80, chicos. Entonces yo lo vengo arrastrando hasta esta etapa de los 2020, ¿no? Entonces, definitivamente los, les doy ahora sí que la bienvenida a este mundo del rock en español desde los 80, que viene arrastrando. Porque Caipanes, ¿qué me dices? Caipanes y Café Tacuba son de mi rodada, chicos. Me encanta que podamos unirnos generaciones con un único fin, que es la música del rock en español. Gracias por todo y mucho gusto, Alessandra Martínez. Hola, ¿nos puede decir su nombre y cuál es su función en el Ruido Fest? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Buenas tardes, mi nombre es Mirna Solórzano. Eh, soy encargada de atender a los medios en el press conference de Ruido Fest de 2021 y tenemos trabajando pa, a, 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 de parte de la agencia Criterion Entertainment. Tenemos ya, gracias a Dios, a más de 3, 4 años trabajando para Ruido Fest, atendiendo los medios y el marketing. ¿Y qué dirías que es la mejor parte de tener esta posición aquí en Ruido? Bueno, eh, te diviertes con estrés, es un juego que digamos de palabras, pero eh, bueno, en esto ya tenemos más de 25 años trabajando tanto con festivales como con artistas, sobre todo con artistas. Y una de las cosas padres es de que con, uh, ves nuevas gentes, ves a amigos, gente de los medios, es, un, es grato saludar a ellos, a algunos artistas que nos conocen, que admiramos, que respetamos. Eh, sobre todo después de la pandemia es una alegría muy grande de que la gente vuelva a sentirse libre, a, a poder expresar todo lo que tiene que ver con la música, con su arte. Y, Obviamente los que están más contentos ahora mismo son los artistas. Sí. ¿Usted está emocionada de ver a un artista específico en estos tres días? Sí, claro. Eh, eh, tengo muchas ganas de conocer nuevas bandas, sobre todo. Hoy hubo, yo creo que una muestra muy, muy interesante como La Armada, como Jaina, eh, como obviamente Los Amigos Invisibles, que he tenido el gusto de trabajar con ellos. Uh, esta noche se presenta Caifanes, hemos trabajado con Saúl, tenemos una buena experiencia con él y pues me da mucho gusto de ver pues, a, a conocidos, a viejos y nuevos clientes. So, me emociona mucho verlos, sobre todo que estén en el escenario, ¿no? Después de que de la pandemia varias giras de ellos fueron cancelados y pues conociéndolos sé que les duele mucho, sobre todo porque ellos están acostumbrados a estar junto, a la, junto a lo, al público, es como su motor. So, para nosotros es, estamos muy agradecidos de que este año ya por, por fin hemos salido de nuestras casas y poder hacer lo que nos, más nos gusta que tiene que ver con la música. Bueno, pues muchas gracias, una entrevista corta pero muy buena, muchas gracias. A ustedes chicos, gracias y muchísimas felicidades a, a WhatsApp por esta, este entrenamiento que están haciendo los chicos, eh, gracias a WhatsApp eh, porque están... A, atendiendo a la gente que estamos detrás del escenario 
nos acostumbramos a estar enfrente del público, somos los invisibles aquí, que nos gusta que las cosas salgan bien para que el público esté contento, pero les agradecemos muchísimo que nos toman en cuenta y adelante y saludos a toda la gente de Chicago. Okay, so what you just heard were the Grito Fest press staff um, that was an interview with them. Um, I think that it was really fun to interview someone who also does interviews. Uh, you can tell that she was very well prepared for our questions and they were super improvised too. So that was a nice um, moment that um, we shared with someone who had been doing what we're doing now, but for way longer time. And there goes us, like the new generation, which she commented on that, like we're united through the power of music that we clearly um, enjoy, that we have in common. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, and you can definitely tell the skill gap on how she talks, um, you know. But to be honest, that was, that was a good uh, example, you know. That was some good inspiration for me and to keep doing this and just be like them uh, for someone that's been doing this for a really long time. Um, like she says, she's in her 50s and she's still glad to do this uh, as, a, as a journalist. And, you know, I really like her attitude as well. She was super friendly with us. And, you know, I wish, uh, no, I wish, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to meet her again in the future you know and I'm, I'm glad she was on for this interview with us i think that you know part of like what we do as what's up um we make sure that we give spotlight to those behind the scenes you know like they make it happen for us essentially like we were able to have these interviews because of them and like it's only right that they also get like a spotlight and a highlight, a space of acknowledgement um, in the any content that comes out of Rido. And I'm happy that we, you know, are able to deliver that. Yeah, and uh, it's not just also just the interviewers, but also thanks to the director for this, uh, for the press. Like she said, uh, uh, she's glad they're doing this. Um, after a year and then after some hard harsh times um you know she she said that she's glad to see everyone back again and you know it's i feel like this is something that we all needed um like i said before and i'm just really to be honest i'm really thankful for her that she made this happen for us Yeah, seriously. And it was a nice uh, feeling that she remembers um, some of us too. Like, oh, you guys are grown. Or it's good to see you guys again. Like, you know, mm -hmm. she knows that we put in work. You know, we, we don't just get remembered just because whatever. You know, we get remembered because of the work that we put and and the, the effort, you know. And I know she was always so helpful with us getting those interviews because we were like well prepared and we were really like motivated and excited. So yeah, shout out to the Rito Fest uh, 
press staff. Yeah, and well, besides just the staff, uh, there's also other small and local bands that we also need to acknowledge, just like Nawalis Underground, that they are they had the chance to be part of this uh, this year Riddles Fest. Um, I've personally been a really big fan from them. You know, I've been knowing them for probably like 10 years by now. And, you know, seeing them and a big festival like this, you know, it's just fills me with joy. And I also had the chance to in- interview them. Uh, and not just that, I also got to be backstage with them for a, for a bit. And I, to be honest, I just felt cool about it. That's amazing. You should. I mean, they were amazing and like, you know, it's really good to support like local bands and especially like your friends, you know, like a lot of people um, are so quick to support like artists that they don't even know that the artist does not know that they exist, but they won't support like their own friends. So I think that's really cool that you, you know, you support them all the way and like you genuinely like like their music. That's super awesome. And they were at Riedelfest, like, yo, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. like what, what else can you ask for? You know, that's probably one of the best things could have could have happened to them yeah and to you too like interviewing them there like you guys are essentially collaborating you know your own craft mixing it up like that's awesome yeah this is actually not the first time i get to interview them but mm-hmm. i'm always down to to see what what's up with them you know especially after the after the pandemic hit you know um, and and to see that they're still doing what they've been doing for a long time it's still working out yeah for sure well i'm excited to listen to this interview all right let's go and listen to it all right this is brian i'm here with uh nahuales underground can you guys tell me your name uh yo soy loco de nahuales underground soy chente de nahuales underground ismael de nahuales underfound all right um first of all i want to ask you guys how does it feel to be in rito fest uh it's, i know you guys is, a lot of people are waiting for this event for a long time, and since it got canceled for a year, how do you guys feel to be back in an event like this? Honestly, uh, we're very honored, man, to be back. It's 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 one of the, if not the biggest Latin event um, across the U.S., and we're very honored and humbled to be playing in front of uh, all the fans of Chicago and everybody that came uh, from us or all sorts of areas from California and Mexico. And um, it's 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 crazy because this pandemic has been. Uh, obviously very terrible to a lot of people and some of us lost a couple loved ones but thank god that that we're here today we're playing in front of our fans and uh we're very humbled and honored to be here eh, no, nos sentimos bien contentos eh, y pues actualmente ahorita como bien extasiados estamos bajando del stage y, pero todo fue como un proceso bien igual o sea fue un proceso como como el proceso que haces para llegar a algo bien especial y finalmente ahorita lo acabamos de lograr y gracias a ti por estar aquí en este momento en el, en el que culmina la actuación de Nahuales. Cool, because you got vans, you know. Well, excited, excited, man. I feel super excited, you know. It's like, uh, you know, it's like losing my virginity again, you know, holding on for a long time and waiting for the big moment, bam. Very excited, nervous, you know, tired at the same time. Super happy, super happy. Hola, ¿qué tal? Soy Javi, percusionista de Nahuales. Más que nada, pues mil gracias a los que pudieron venir aquí a Ruido Fest. 
Y los que no, pues nos pueden encontrar en nuestras redes sociales, Instagram, Facebook, nahualesunderground.com. La sensación de bajarse de la tarima después del recibimiento que tuvimos es increíble, extasiante y pues mil gracias a los que pudieron venir y pues a seguir la fiesta, más que nada. Well, we are um, currently going to be working on a new album. We already have another album on the wraps. We just got to finish uh, just a little bit of mastering, and it will be all soon to be released. Um, shows, man, shows and, and new music. We have a, you know, we have a new member in, on the drums. His name's Memo. Uh, and and honestly, uh, we couldn't be any uh, any much happier to have him, you know, with us because he brings a whole new level uh, to our music and to our vibe, you know. So for us, what's to come? We got uh, you know new concerts, new music, new music videos, and especially new merch. Yeah, pues como digo, gente de nueva mercancía porque para mantener el negocio el negocio caminando. Pero pueden esperar todo. De Nahuales pueden esperar todo mientras nos mantengamos juntos y mientras ustedes estén apoyando también como Miria, como público, como todo. A ver si nos podemos robar al Memo, como dicen, para Memo, preguntarle. Memo. All right, so I heard that you're the newest member of the band. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, well, what were you doing before Nahuales? And tell me your experience. Uh, before Nahuales, I was um, I was actually playing. I was still in the scene. I was playing with a different uh, local band from here, from Chicago. And throughout the years, I that's how I, I created this relationship with these guys. You know, we used to play gigs together and stuff like that, and we got very close. It's like a, like a brotherhood. And their old drummer, there was some personal problems that he had. He had to leave. So Chente came up to me. He was like, "Hey, bro, you know, I know you're playing right now, but..." I really like your style. You wanna you wanna come and jam, and that jam session turned into being in the band, and I'm honored. I'm honored to be playing with these guys. All right. Uh, anything you guys wanna add? Algo más que quieran agregar? Well, I wanna just thank all of our friends, all of our family that uh, come to us to, to support us because honestly, if it wasn't for our family, we wouldn't do what we love. You know, they they take a lot of credit. Um, you know, a, a, a lot of times that we rehearse late at night, you know, and a lot of sacrifices that we make, and we wouldn't do it if it wasn't for, for, for our family, you know, for our friends, and honestly, I, I, I want to thank them more than anybody, you know, because without them, we, we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, yo también quiero agradecerle nada más a la banda por querer y por estar siempre en ese proyecto tan loco que se llama Nahuales Underground. Gracias. Wow, like, pues mil gracias a todos los que han aguantado el sacrificio como músicos, a nuestras familias, amigos, a la audiencia, no es fácil, menos en tiempos de pandemia y pues obviamente sin importar lo que pase, el cielo se esté quemando, hay que estar unidos, hay que estar siempre apoyando al movimiento, mil gracias y que siga la resistencia. Hello, so you're listening to What's Up on WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. 
again broadcasting from our homes through the power of our technology and this is our second hour of our Riddle Fest 2021 special <laughs> we are still here you know bringing content to you all because we still have some stuff to share uh, my name is Nine and I'm Brian and we were um, just listening to the Nagualis interview. I want to say that their set was super dope. I didn't mention that the first time we were talking about it. Um, I think that like they really delivered also like a really um, fun vibe. Yeah, they've always been playing. And personally, I think they've always been playing what people like to hear. Uh, it's just a set of uh, ska, a set of punk rock. And some of the vibe, for example, you feel like you're listening to some cumbiones por ahí, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're, I always love the variety of instruments that they have. For example, there's a guy with a persecution, you know? Like, you don't see that a lot in punk bands. And, um, you know, when I went to interview them, you know, I love the fact that they, they were all down for the interview, even though they just finished their set, you know? I still see them uh, a little bit, like, um, heavy breathing, you know, because all the energy that they just released during the set, you know, and I don't know, it's just the fact that they were just down for that just made me happy, and, and also I found it really convenient when they said that they had a new drummer, because I'm just like you know, that's more content, <laughs> bring him, bring him, you know and just the fact that, that they're still together after uh, a long time, you know, because I know this is like their third drummer that they ever had, you know, mm -hmm. and I like the fact that they haven't given up even though they have like really different um, members in the band. Yeah, for sure. Like despite the troubles, you know, like they're still working together as much as possible and they definitely have their own unique elements. Um, so they definitely do stand out, I think. They're going to be very great and successful. Um, I, I already see that for them. So that's, I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah, and not just that, they used to have another singer, which actually he is the singer of one of the bands that played on Sunday, which is Evil Empire. And I don't know if you heard, but supposedly during the Evil Empire set, which I did not get to see, uh, they were, they were uh, giving up tamales to people. <laughs> what yeah no i didn't get to see them and it sucks because i actually was listening to evil empire before the fest like i hadn't known of them before the lineup but you know when i saw the lineup i got into them and i, I think they're amazing too and um i think it's so dope that um there's like members from the nawales there because they they don't have the same vibe but definitely in the same kind of element mm -hmm. and i think they're both amazing and it sucks that i didn't get to see evil empire either yeah you know i've been knowing them for a while too but i'm, I'm also glad that they actually made it into this festival <laughs> and i wish i had a tamale from there but you know. <laughs> and then i i, I saw that real face posted and then I saw that they were throwing tamales oaxaqueños, which is what I love the most, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. As a tamale, you're just going to have to, you know, give up on and surrender. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's a good example or of how these bands all interact with the people and and the fans, you know. Yeah, talking about, like, interacting with the fans. Like, we were able to interact with, you know, some of the guests at Frido. 
um, I spoke to a couple of people who had, well, we spoke to a couple of people who had been there for the first time. So I think that was amazing. And let's go ahead and listen to them, their interviews. They had some really fun things to say. Hi, so we are um, from Yolo Kali Media. Can you tell us your name? My name is Yamali. Awesome, is this your first time at Rido Fest or have you been here before? This is actually my first time. Awesome, so what made you want to come here today? Los Fabulosos Cadillac. Oh, I'm sorry. I know, I just really, really wanted to experience El Matador in person. It brings back so many memories. Are you going to be here the rest of the weekend? I am, yeah. Any other bands you're excited to see? Um, most definitely, is it La Donna or Doña? I don't know. Yeah, La Donna. I heard really good things. I think I heard one or two of her songs, and I'm really excited to see her. Um, and then, of course, the, you know, last acts of the night. As well as um, Ro Rosa. Do you know she's playing on Sunday? Rosalba. 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 So I'm really excited to see her. So um, I know her personally a little bit. No, edit that part out. I, she is, uh, sorry. I'm very excited to see her. She's dating my little brother's best friend. They were best friends since they were really little. Um, and so, uh, I got an opportunity to hear her sing, and I'm just so excited to see her. I'm so excited that she's going to be on stage. Um, I've been really wanting to go see her shows that she plays all over Chicago, um, so I'm excited about that too. Can you tell us like a little bit about how your day is going? What have you seen so far? Maybe what you ate already or what you want to eat? You know what? I thought I was going to for sure be a hater and hate a lot of things, but there's a lot of space between everybody. A you know, a good amount of people wearing their masks and the lines are doing great. Um, it's, you know, you feel safe, you feel good and it's not like so huge that you feel overwhelmed. It's, I really like the vibes and the people here are just so nice. Everybody's doing it. That's awesome. Any last words you want to share with us before we close up? Uh, no, just to continue supporting your local bands. Garages and basements are some of the best music you'll ever hear. And then one day, you know, they're going to be on these stages and we got to come and support them when they're on these stages as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Yay, um, can you tell us your name? My name's Eric. Awesome. Uh, have you been to Rito Fest before? No, this is my first time. Awesome. You look like you're having a good time. Can yeah, you yeah. tell us a little bit about how your day's going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, I danced my ass off in that stage over there. I think the band's called... Uh, we're French, but it was really good. I danced with saw. That's why I'm sweaty. Nice. I just had a chicken quesadilla and agua de tamarindo. Now I feel better now. So that's why I can dance. Yes. So. Awesome. Are you excited to see any other bands throughout the weekend? Are you going to be here on the weekend? Yes, I'm going to be here on the weekend. Three days. Awesome. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know any of these bands. Because my cousin invited me. But I'm so excited to be here and support my, you know, my people and so the Latino community. So yes sir. <laughs> Anything you want to share with us? Not really. Just have fun. Uh, just be yourself. Don't be afraid to dance. Because I know a lot of people are shy. I was like that too. But just know you don't need alcohol to dance. I'm not drinking. I'm still having fun. Nobody cares, bruh. Everyone's here to have a good time. So just have a good time. 
Thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you. Can you tell me your name? No te escuché. Oh, oh, Juan. Leslie. And how do you guys feel right now? Uh, after, how do you guys feel? After the huge pandemic, uh, coming back to concerts and stuff, how do you feel? Good. It's getting a rush. Adrenaline's starting right now. Wait, do I, am I supposed to say this in Spanish? Okay, sorry. Leave that in. <laughs> I like the spirit. I feel, I feel great. I'm a little tired, um, yeah, but after a while, you know, since all that has happened, since everything has closed down, I feel, you know, I feel free, you know, it's like a freedom, you know, because we're just bogged down by this, like, constant crisis, so listening to this kind of music, you know, really calms you down, it gives you, like, a sense of, like, this control, but in control, you know what I mean? All right, that's the answer I was looking for. Um... What do you guys think about the bands that you guys don't know about? Uh, do you guys like them? Yeah, I like them. Some I've never heard of, but like so you just kind of have to come with like an open mind. Um, I know like sometimes people will say it's a bad lineup, but I'm like, I think people just don't listen to enough music. And I think it just really opens up doors to like adding stuff to your playlist. So I like them all. I mean, yeah, same thing. But at the, at the same time, you know, you do notice some of the bangers. So like when you do, you know, they're like unknown or whatever. Like, and you notice a banger, you feel great. So, I mean, you know, I've noticed a few bangers. So they rock, you know? Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Can you tell me your name? I'm Shannon Pacheco. <laughs> Victor Martinez. Awesome, and have you guys been to Rido Fest before? Yes. Yes, a few times. So what brings you back this weekend? The bands, the culture, the vibes. <laughs> yeah, the bands and just being out, I guess, finally. <laughs> Today, specifically Interwave. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Are you all here all three days? Can you tell us about your past? You mentioned something about getting the VIP. Can you tell us how that happened and all of that? Oh, yes, that was thanks to Yogali's fundraiser. Like two years ago, before COVID hit, we were fortunate enough to win the VIP tickets, which was awesome, honestly. I'm so happy to win anything, but VIP for Rito Fest is like, yes, big. That was exciting. We got to enjoy this year for free. And with like the VIP, since COVID is still kind of going on, this year is pretty like a bit more safe because you're not in the crowd, but you still are, you know. Any perks that you're enjoying in VIP that general admission probably isn't? The bathrooms, I gotta say the bathrooms, honestly. This time I found paper, usually in general admission, I always go to bathrooms and there's no paper. So that's a big plus. Awesome, anything else you wanna share before I close this up? No, that's about it. Hello, can you tell me your name? Steph? Aníbal. So what brings you all here today? Evie Queen, obviously. Same, same, you know, had to come see her out. Have you all ever been to um, Rito Fest before? No, actually, it's my first time. Same, first time. What can you tell me about your first time here so far? Um, it was a really amazing experience to see EB Queen and stuff like I've never been to concerts or nothing until like this year, and this is like technically my second concert. So it was, it was amazing. Likewise, likewise. Even though there was kids, you know, so I couldn't really buzz down, uh, it was still pretty, uh, you know, amazing to see. Are you all excited to see anybody else? 
Um, I honestly don't know anybody else, so um, we'll see where it goes, but I, I'm down for, for any type of music. What was the best part of Evie Queen's set? The last song when she came yeah, back, yeah. bro. I didn't even know she was going to play that song, and I was almost so sad that she wasn't. Bro, I had a lineup in my head that I wanted her to do. She did all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it on point. Nail on the head. What was your favorite part? Um, it was probably the last song, too, because it was uh, the main song that I've ever listened to by her. So I already knew what time it was when it came on. <laughs> what time was that? Bust time. <laughs> Any last words you all want to share before closing up this interview? How are you feeling? What do you expect for the rest of the night? Uh, definitely open-minded, but um, I'll definitely be down to come again. Definitely trying to see what's up with the mosh pit. For Panteon? Para lo que sea. Liovita Rebollar. Cinco años. Cinco años. ¿Y qué la hace regresar? Que dice que sí, voy a estar allí. Por, por el rock, porque las bandas que traen son fabulosas. Este año, ¿a quién está emocionada de ver? A los Caifanes, a Silverio. ¿Y por qué a Silverio? Está bien loco, ¿verdad? Su loquera me contagia. Me gusta su loquera. ¿Y qué, qué está sirviendo hoy en día? Estoy sirviendo una gran variedad de comida. Estoy sirviendo tacos, enchiladas, pambazos, quesadillas y flautas y aguas frescas. Y ahorita, ¿por qué estamos esperando? ¿Qué, qué nos dice de aquí? Ah, estamos esperando porque al parecer estaba pronosticada una tormenta y es, queremos asegurarnos de que la tormenta no pase por aquí. ¿Usted piensa que sí vamos a seguir la fiesta? Oh, sí, claro que sí, la vamos a seguir. ¿Algo que quiera compartir antes de que cerremos? Ah, que sigan viniendo, que sigamos apoyando este festival porque es muy bueno, es muy bueno. Se contagia uno de la juventud, se contagia del rock, que se pone en ambiente, es muy bueno. Gracias. De nada. So those were our interviews with our um, Rido Fest guest. Um, we also had an interview with one of the vendors. Um, I do want to talk about that very quickly. You know how in the beginning um, we were talking about that there was a potential evacuation because of the weather. Mm -hmm. So I remember that like when it started raining and then it stopped, everyone was like confused, like what's going to happen? So then the food vendors weren't able to continue selling food for a period of time. And I remember that it was like a 30, 20 minute wait. Yeah. And we were all just still standing in line because nobody wanted to lose their spot. And they just wanted to be ready to order when um, it was confirmed that they were able to start vending again. Mm -hmm. So fortunately for me, when I got in line, I was like <laughs> one of the first <laughs> for the taco stand that I was at. Um, so while I was waiting for the time to pass, I was like, hey, I have the recorder with me. I have my headphones. I was like, I'm just going to interview the vendor because why not? <laughs> so that's what happened. Um, I ended up interviewing her because of the weight that we were experiencing due to the weather. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember I was like two people behind you and I saw you pulling up your recorder and everything. I'm just like, okay. So it's really good to, it's a good opportunity, you know, um, since the storm hit us pretty hard, you know, uh, it's, 
I thought people were gonna get kind of upset about it, you know. We were all hungry and stuff, but you know, I was surprised that the lady actually accepted to interview openly because I don't think a lot of people would have like liked like that. You get me? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I feel like she might say no, but she was like, for what? I'm like, it's just audio, you know. When you tell people that like it's just audio, I think a lot of that fear kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, really fun. And yeah, you're right. I was fortunate that she said yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also like people weren't really complaining about the setting and the regulations and all of that. So that was cool. Like everyone that we spoke to um, were having a really good time um, safely. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just her that was really open for the interviews. Like other people that we interviewed. They were pretty open to it, and for example, the guy Eric, the the, the guy that was dancing around, mm-hmm. you know, I like the um, the advice that he gave to people. Like, you shouldn't care what other people said. If you want to dance, go ahead and dance. And I actually, I saw him around the other days too, and he seemed to be having a blast, you know. And since it was his first time, like he said, like I was happy to see that people are enjoying this, even though they know they don't know any of the bands, they're still enjoying a space like this yeah and open to like learn of new bands um yeah i definitely agree but moving on we were also very fortunate to have emmanuel our you know most favorite yellow my favorite yellow (laughs) (laughs) um out with an interview um he helped us out with the lido pimienta interview and let's go ahead and listen to that And we're back. Uh, you just heard our little sample from Little Pimienta's interview that our friend, our big friend Manuel helped us with. And, you know, I wish I really, I really wish I got to meet her in person. You know, I did get to see her, her, um, her show and it was pretty fun. It was my first time seeing her and I, I really love her style. You know, her outfit was, it stand out a lot and, you know, her attitude, she was just pretty funny. She was interacting with people a lot. And I don't know, it's, it's definitely a nice first experience. Yeah, once again, um, shout out to Emmanuel and thank you for that interview. Um, I think that uh, Lido Pimienta is very bold, very inspiring. Um, she's her full self. Um, so I think that having her at Lido was pretty dope. Um, yeah yeah she's also very controversial a lot of people know that but to be honest she she didn't care at all you know she kept being herself and the fact that like she just saying it like nothing you know it's, it's, it's I, I i think she's like a pretty powerful thing from her you know yeah most definitely oh uh, yeah. and wasn't just that that uh emmanuel helped us with he also got to interview or Margaritas Podridas, uh, another band. I didn't get to see them, you know. But if you guys are interested in listening to that, why don't we go and listen to the nine? Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Okay, now the show is gonna start. Ruido! ¿Cómo está mi gente? Llevamos 45 minutos, así que empecemos esta.
It's been great, great energy, lots of love. Um, I feel like, yeah, just love. Like, and, and because I feel the love, I'm not stressed out. Like, we had some technical issues, probably didn't even know, because I was just like, ah, oh, well, this doesn't work, ah, oh, well. Because I'm just, you just feel the love, and I feel like Miss Columbia was an album that helped so many people during the pandemic. That, that when they see me, it's just like, okay, okay, this is real, like this is happening, like maybe there is hope, maybe we will get over this, you know? So I'm just here to make people happy and I and I feel very happy and, uh, you know, I have three kids, so I don't really get to rehearse, you know? Like, so like a lot of what I do is just like happening in the moment. A lot of it is experimental, a lot of it is feeling it. So when you feel love, it just makes things easier. So, so far, I mean, yesterday we played in New York, such a huge crowd, and it was raining so much. But people didn't want to leave, you know, so you just want to give your heart completely to those people that are basically swimming in poop. Because, you know, it's New York. <laughs> and, uh, but we, we had a great time, so I'm, I'm so grateful, and I can't wait to continue to get the show better, to continue to figure things out technically, and uh, just be perfect. I think it's wonderful, you know, because there's this, at least I feel it, there's this pressure for people like me to write songs about you know like if the guy doesn't call me I'm gonna kill myself or like I always have to make people dance and like you always have to be this like entertaining monkey or something like that you know which if I was you know a white woman I could just sing my sad songs and like that would be a hit you know but when I do my sad songs, it's just like, these are the sad songs of the revolution, you know? So it's like, no, it's just, I'm just feeling low, you know? So it's important that we have festivals like Rio because we just get to be ourselves and it's okay. You don't have to feel the pressure like, oh, now I have to do like a dance song and I have to do a reggaeton beat, otherwise it's not gonna be popular, you know? And maybe that is true because the mainstream right now is dominated by that genre, which I don't even call it reggaeton, I call it popeton. But um, I want to do what I want to do, and I'm always going to do what I want to do, whether people like it or not. So if a festival that's the Latinos or Latinx or for our people, and they want me, then it means that I'm doing something right. So yeah. So can you start by telling us your names and who you are? Uh, I'm Rafael. I play guitar. I'm Carolina. I sing and I play bass. And I'm Esli and I play guitar as well. <laughs> and tell the viewers where y'all coming from. We're from Hermosillo, Sonora, Mexico. All of us. And how has your trip been so far in, in Chicago? How long have you been here? We've cool. We've been here since Thursday, I think, and it's been really exciting. I think it's really nice how everything's connected and there's a really we good like city. art and music community here, so 
It, I don't know, it gives us like motivation to do more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of cool punk kids here. It's like an awesome city to be at. So could you tell the viewers your secret routine and how you got ready for your show today? Honestly, we just went to the bathroom, <laughs> listened to some music, and ate some fruit. And so yeah, we listened to some live shows yeah. to get excited, and we lit up some incense. Great. Yeah, that's all I do. Got to cleanse the spirit before you go yes. live. Yes. And your throat, you must be so tired. I heard y'all out there, and y'all, it was badass. Thank how do you, you. feel? We're really excited. We're really excited. I don't know. The adrenaline is still here, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, what vibes did you get from the audience today playing at Rito Fest? I don't know. We I didn't really know what to expect, but honestly, it was a really nice show. Um, we we're just really excited to be here in general, yeah. and we just appreciate that everyone came out here to see us and stuff. That's so, so awesome. And one last question: Your style, I'm in love. I love Thank how y'all look. Uh, what was it like preparing your looks and just the set today? This is one of the dresses that I wear when I. Ah, this is one of my favorite. We dresses. actually designed the dress and we're we designed the dresses. Them. We're selling them. But we this is just our day-to-day -day clothes. I don't yeah. know. I, Obviously, it's all inspired um, in the grunge era, right. the 90s. Just the style, nice. the music, but, yeah. the energy. We have, our, we have our own brand, and it's called Smelly Doll. Right. Smelly Doll. Yes, you, plug. Listen, buy our dresses. <laughs> you want my dress? You can buy it. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> well, that's all. Is there any, anything else y'all want to tell the viewers today? Thank you so very thank much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank gracias. And we're back, and that was um, Emmanuel with uh, interviewing Margaritas Podridas. And that was our last interview. Um, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> but yeah. I they were uh, super excited. You know, you could hear it in their voice in the interview. So I think that was really nice that Emmanuel had the opportunity to interview them. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, one of the different genres that um, we had during the event. Uh, I'm aware to play some grunge, you know, and I don't think I've, I don't think uh, I've seen or I heard other band that plays grunge in this event, you know. And like I said, I wish I got to see them, but it was, it was definitely nice to see like the grunge uh, generation being moved to Rita Fest as well. And I just know I, I like I like their attitude as well. I like the fact that they made on their own outfits and they also say that they're selling them to people, which is pretty dope. Yeah, for sure. And like, you're right. There was definitely a mix at Rido. Um, can't forget to mention uh, Evie Queen. It was really cool that she was also at Rido Fest. Um, she's from a completely different genre. But, um, you know, Rido Fest is a mix and it's always surprising us. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, like we said earlier, it couldn't happen last year from obvious reasons, but if any of you out there are looking forward to some Latin American music styles from all different type of genres, uh, definitely look forward to the next Rita Fest if, it's, if it actually happens next year. That is so true. Well, that is like it for us. Um, it was really fun coming back to deliver this Rita Fest 2021 special. Um, you know, we talked about like 
the new wave that we saw in the setting as far as the lineup change, the setup, the stages. Um, it was definitely a lot of differences, but super um, bearable and considering like COVID and all the safety measures, like I'm glad we were um, able to make that happen. Yeah, uh, I'm also glad. I'm also happy for the bands that actually made it to a festival like this. Uh, they were all pretty pretty happy to be back on stage and you know also from coming from other uh, parts of the of the world you know yeah for sure and like shout out to like the guests that allow us to interview them el chisme kaina the ruido fest press staff nahuales Leo pimienta and margaritas podridas like super grateful that we had the opportunity to have some of their content on our show yeah and i just shout out to them shout out to all the people that came to real fast because if it wasn't for them this this wouldn't been possible these past years you know it's thanks to the to the fan base that uh it's the the festivals fail and the bands also it's, it's just nice to see the, that they're down to coming to come to to chicago even though the whole covid crisis is not it's not over they're still down to come and uh, give us their vibes for sure well so this is our farewell you know for now it's not a goodbye forever um don't forget that you're listening to what's up on wlpn lp chicago 105.5 fm lumpen radio and i am nine your host and this is brian as well my co-host <laughs> and we're out thank you for listening and but don't think it's over you know we have some music jams for you and if you still want to feel that riddle fest vibes that we've been bringing you with you guys you guys are about to listen to some songs from other bands that we had the pleasure to see during this festival hello it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.